Today we are going to be talking about that time I got reincarnated as a slime. We're going to be talking about season one and then part one of season two, because that's all that's dubbed right now, and that's currently what we're watching. As per tradition, we are starting with a adult beverage of choice. Lance, what's going to be your adult beverage today? My adult beverage of choice today is going to be Glenmorangie, a fantastic whiskey. This one's aged 12 years. Ricky, what are you drinking? I'm drinking the same, but mine is aged 14 years. Topping you off a little bit, Lance. Mm, just a little <laughs> bit. Matt, what about you? And then I'm also drinking a Glenmorangie, but mine's only the 12 year. Suckers. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so, Lance, let's. Uh, why don't you give us a synopsis and let people know what this is about in case they haven't seen it? Sure. Uh, that time I got reincarnated as a slime is a very easy anime to put into a nutshell. It's a show about a guy who gets transported into a different world after he dies, and he's one of those overpowered characters who completely dominates everything, but he's trying to repurpose this world and trying to get all these monsters to live together uh, harmoniously, and we get to see his route through the entire show it's a pretty good pretty good synopsis i couldn't say it any better yeah i just came off the top of my head <laughs> <laughs> yeah overall it's a it's pretty good I, I i like it i like the show a lot um one thing that you forgot to mention is he died by a random person stabbing him oh yeah and they did and make mention of that multiple times by but some rando they they do mention it but they they don't make it like a plot point, you know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. it's not something that they come back to, like trying to find out who that person was, right? So. And I guess for as many times as they've mentioned that he's been killed by some rando, that uh, maybe they go back and like it'd be of more importance, or at least maybe at the end of the series when it comes to an end, like this was just me spitballing, but maybe at the end of the series he goes back into his real world. Where his killer is there and like he ends up waking up. I don't know. Just some stupid stuff. Yeah. But yeah, they didn't... They're trying to make it important, but they're also not making it important. I guess that's really the end of it. Yeah, they're kind of like teasing you a little bit. Because uh, as, as we talked about before, we're going to be talking about season one and part of season two. And the OVAs. Oh, uh, yes. I thought, you know, watching all this, I thought they were going to go peek back into the human world where he came from. And mm-hmm. talk about his killer. But they just keep on bringing it up when he died, and that's where they leave it. Right. So they're they're teasing you with it. They just haven't yeah. told you everything about it, I guess. Yeah, if you're going to talk about it, just bring more into it or just drop it like you should have with episode one. The only funny part about them talking about his human form is that when he dies, he tells his friend to wipe his hard drive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's another thing I'm curious about. That has to be a, you know, that has to be another plot point. Well, that may be one thing, but as we see throughout the series, I don't know what it's like in the Japanese version, because I don't know about you guys, but I watched everything in English. Not a single drop, not a single episode in Japanese. No, I watched it all dub. But yeah, same. all of the English versions are very, quote unquote, hip with today's uh, lingo. So swollen. I'm stuff glad like you that. brought that up. I'm glad. I love the dialogue. Uh huh. Yeah. So I think uh, wipe my hard drive 
was just something super funny and relative to talk I guess. about. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So I don't think we need uh, to put too much importance on it. I mean, he was a uh, single thirty-something-year-old, so uh-huh. it's virgin. He might have had some some sketchy things on his some computer. Hentai? Some oh, maybe <laughs> some tentacle porn. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I guess I was just looking into it more like a plot a plot twist or something. You know, going to add on to the storyline later, but mm-hmm. they just dip back into let's just call it the real world, and right. and they dip back for a couple seconds and they come back to this world that he's living in now. So I don't know. I just thought they were gonna try to go back because it seems like even throughout the story they call them the other worlders and they're trying to get back to their their world. So I don't know. If yeah, they're otherwise they're sentenced to die. Yeah, I don't know if they're gonna they're gonna incorporate. Kind of clashing those two worlds somehow. Well, with uh, they talk about summoning, like Shizua. Yeah, she was summoned from the real world, so there has to be some kind of connection point. Like, what if there is a way to get back? Maybe, but they're also talking about how it takes thirty mages in order to bring one person. So I can't, and that's... And it's like a three-day ritual, wasn't it? Yeah, it's it's a long ritual. I don't remember if it's exactly three days, but it's a long ritual, and it takes a bunch of mages, so that's... And they really only use it so that they can fight against the demons. I can't imagine they Mm -hmm. would even attempt to try and bring... Go back, because besides Shizua, some of the other people that get brought or summoned, summoned. Mm-hmm. Uh, those those three people that basically helped bring uh, Rimaru to become a demon lord, they wanted nothing to do with going back because they had all those powers. Oh, sure. I mean, if I was in Rimaru's position, I wouldn't go back to the human world either. No, oh, total badass, man. All right, so my first question, who is your favorite character? Besides Rimuru, let's just take that out. Of there. Take that, take Rimuru out of there. Yeah, let's get the uh, OP who's your, guy out of the way. Who's your favorite character and why? Um, Matt, um, probably Benimaru. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I think that was all of ours, huh? No, 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 no. no. Oh, okay. I do like Benimaru. I think he's a badass. Okay, I, I just think he has the best moves, and then he's probably the coolest looking one out of all of them. After he evolves. Yeah, after he turns into after the, he uh, gets uni. named, yeah, yeah, he gets he turns into a uni. I think it's Ken Kaijin. Kaijin, that's what it is. And yeah, it's, he turns. He looks super badass in that. Oh yeah, and he only gets more badass too. You know, season the first half of season two, he just starts obliterating everything. Yeah, I agree. He's a badass. I would. I think just from the little about we know about Diablo. I'm interested in what happens to him, just because... I would I would start to inch toward that, too. Um, I did want to talk about Diablo. Oh, and uh, just in case you forget who Diablo was, listeners, Diablo was the character named Black, but was given the name Diablo by Rimuru, of course. Okay, so Diablo was an interesting guy because we saw that... I'm sorry if I'm... Oh, okay. Nope, yeah. 
Well, sorry, Ricky. I totally <laughs> skipped over who your favorite character oh, is. No, just because I wanted to start talking about Diablo so much. No, you're good. Uh, actually, Diablo became one of my favorites. But before Diablo, I did like Zoe, 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 uh, Benny Morrow's. I don't know if it's his brother, but it's part of his clan, though. Oh, the, the ninja kind of ninja. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, he's yeah, I just he's quiet. He's quiet and he just he's quiet. He's cool. He, has he doesn't have to rhythm. say much, and he just proves to you or he shows you his power, his loyalty yeah. and stuff, everything. Yeah. I thought at first I thought he was gonna like backstab uh, Rimuru just because he was too quiet. You know, he was kind of mysterious, but he turned out to be a loyal, I guess, servant and a total mm-hmm. badass in my opinion. That uh, it's, it reminds me of uh, instant transmutation when he just like disappears. Yep. Yep. And just pops up whenever. Yep. Yeah, I love it. But anyways, talking about Diablo, oh, yeah, also so. my favorite. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he's very up there. But I'm also torn between both ways because, um, what was it, at the end of season one, we see that uh, Shizua's past just before, no, just as after she's gotten the, after the Ifrit, Ifrit, uh, Spirit, and this was a regular episode, right? This wasn't yeah, not an no. OVA. Nope. Yeah. Okay, and we see the introduction of Black and how they fight, and Black is such a badass in the entire episode, and that's the only time we see him there. And then we don't see Black again, skipping the OVAs, because he was also a badass in one of the OVAs. But back into like the actual main story. Uh, Rimuru summons him and two other of those, uh, basically lesser demons. Slightly lesser than the demon lord, I think. Um, they're in my notes, but, um, he turns into a bitch. I, like, I wanted to attack him so bad because back then he was such a badass and he wanted to take out everything, but then as soon as he's summoned by Rimuru, all of a sudden, he wants nothing more than just to serve under him, and he, he whimpers and he whines, and the whining—that's what really turned me down. Like, dude, you've got all this power, and you just—I can see what you're saying. I, like, mm-hmm. yeah, like he gets down on his knees, like I just uh-huh. want to serve you, basically. But right. there's obviously something behind that. He has to serve somebody powerful. You know what I mean? Ooh. So there is obviously something behind that, but they did make those little like ten seconds of him being a bitch. Yeah. Well, it's when it comes to monsters, it's always about the uh, survival of the fittest, and Raymaru is obviously significantly stronger if he could summon now Three Diablo. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's I kind of feel like he's playing his cards that if he were to stay safe. Not really stay safe, but if he were to find out that Rimuru is not actually as strong as he believes him to be, then that's when he might turn into his previous self. Okay. Um, I want to make another, well, not another, but I want to make a prediction right now. Like it was as soon as I saw that scene where Rimuru was giving Black his official name of Diablo. Yeah. I thought that they were going to give some kind of like little cutscene of Diablo or Black Diablo being some like snide snare, like 
I wanted you to give me a name upgrade so that I can overpower and eventually uh, take over as you know the demon lord. You never know though. That's still my know, plan. That's that's why I want to like predict the future a little bit right here because right now, as we're recording, we haven't seen part two of season two, so I think that would be a good uh, twist of events. And I mean, I know everything is so happy-go-lucky for the most part. But uh, I think that would be a very fun twist. You know, while we're speaking of Diablo, I was mentioning this to Matt off air. Um, Diablo, just just the name of that time I got reincarnated as a slime. I also saw uh, how to how not to summon a demon slayer. Uh huh. Just so you guys know, it's demon not Lord. really a demon lord. Demon lord. Demon lord. Oh yeah. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm lost in the first episode. Um, how not to summon a demon lord and. The character in there is also named Diablo. So I started watching a little bit and it's, it's not connected. Just so everybody knows, <laughs> oh, okay. it's not related to that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Okay. Yeah, because they both have the, those fun names. Yep. So maybe there is a connection, but yeah, clearly no. there's not. No, there's there's no connection to the two. I got really excited because <laughs> I wanted to see the story of Diablo and it wasn't it. <laughs> um, so as far as the manga is concerned. I won't go super far into it, but just like they, Rimuru does make notes that saying that he seems very suspicious. Diablo mm-hmm. seems suspicious and right. what he's saying. So that might be part of it too. Okay. Is that, I mean, don't spoil too much right as of right now, but well, I am enjoying the anime so much that I literally read the manga up to where season two, part one stops. Oh, perfect. Oh, so you don't have any advancements then? No, not really. It's I just read what's out right now, dubbed anyway, just because I'm enjoying the anime that much. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, I think uh, the best way to take this kind of a show in is to watch it animated. Um, what I like most about this anime is all the attack scenes. And more specifically about the attack scenes is what I like to call like the base busting attack moves. Like I don't know how you guys watch this, whether you watch it from like a TV or a laptop or something, but I watched everything with ear pods so I can hear all the base busting moves. Oh no. I actually never even thought of that. That's mm-hmm. a good point. It is um it is a way more intense way to watch the show. Um I don't know if you guys have ever seen Fire Force, the the other another anime. Yep. Yep, um, Fire Force. I enjoy that one too. Um, Fire Force also had base busting attack moves, and I'm sure I'll say the same exact line in the future again. <laughs> but to me, that just seems so badass, and it makes me get more involved when not only the animation itself is amazing, but then they have the cool sound effect. It just brings yep. me in a hundred percent. Yeah, the, the fight scenes are are nice. They're they're thorough, but they're not overly long. We don't have one fight lasting three episodes when the main character goes on and just kills him within ten seconds. Yeah, so it's kind of nice. And then you've got all the all the sad characters that have all these ridiculous moves, like mm-hmm. when they were fighting the the orc lord, and you just see all these giant explosions going on in other parts of the battle. I thought that was awesome. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like I like this. Uh, I really like this anime because 
it's very laid back. Like it's not, it's like the dialogue. Bring back the dialogue. It's not too serious. Like everything's you know happy, go lucky, but they also do have some serious moments, and especially it's very uh, diplomatic. Which oh, is yeah. kind of really cool to see how potentially a nation or a country can get started like that from the ground up. Exactly. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think this is a very cool concept too. I can definitely agree. Yeah, it's definitely they show show that he has flaws, especially when it comes to being a political leader. Yeah, and which is well, because in the human world he was not. Yeah, he so was, he's already he's learning as he goes himself. No. Yeah. And which is also very nice to contrast, uh, to combat, uh, him being so OP to begin with. Mm-hmm. So let's show a little bit of weakness or a little bit of a learning curve. Just at least involve some kind of, uh, excitement for us viewers. Uh, speaking of the learning curve, uh, going back to like, you know, being political or diplomatic, uh, I just got done watching the episode when he goes to the nation of Dorgon and meets the king. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gaziru, I believe his name. But in that episode, he's giving them pointers how to talk to his people. Oh yeah, you yeah. Know, and, and he just named like a list of like, don't be too humble. Or, After he already gave the speech, though, yeah, right? like yeah. It went wrong. It's like yeah. basically you're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you're too nice. Yeah, yeah. Don't um, rely on their. Well, I don't know. I can't remember what he said, no. but it was just perfect. Like yep. it, it literally taught him how to be more of a leader. You know, yeah, be more, be more confident. confident. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I, like you said, the concept is amazing. You know, you're watching this anime for fun, obviously, but you're actually kind of learning real shit mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah, it was, I definitely enjoy all the fight scenes and then the the storyline, the development of all the characters, not just Rimuru. Oh, is, definitely, it's great because there's like a hundred characters to develop in this freaking show. Yep, uh, it, it's just. I, I definitely enjoy the character development the most, probably. And then the fight scenes are just, are crazy. Like Malim, just knock out of that giant whale. Charybdis. Yes. That That's was. another topic I wanted to bring up, was, uh, what did you guys think about the whole Charybdis mini arc? It was only like two or, two or three episodes long, but. I, I was a little disappointed, man. Uh, I was very cause, disappointed. Because they were the big demon lord. What's his name? I can't remember his name. Claymore? Uh, Claymon? Cromwell. Cromwell? Okay. Yeah, demon lord Cromwell, like the big one, the, uh-huh. the higher up. He was like talking about how devastating this creature is. Oh, yeah. They, t- they talked up Charybdis. Yeah. And like it lasted gonna... an ep- two episodes, maybe? But that just shows just how... Strong Malim is. Yeah, that's true. That's definitely one way to put it. Which is important because he's u- he's now using her. Because when he had her fight um, the beast demon lord, um, carry on, carry on. Yeah, mm, yeah. So that that's an important part because obviously Rimuru can't even beat her at this point, or couldn't at beat that her. point. And yeah. those are the only two demon lords that we know so far. Well, three. Leon. Who? Leon was considered a demon lord, was he? No. Leon, the one who summoned Shizuru and gave her the Ifrit spirit. That's Cromwell. No, that was Leon. Leon? Cromwell? I don't know. That's oh, Cromwell. Damn, are they the same person? So, let's see. We know of Carrion, Frey, 
uh, Clayman, Malim. Uh, oh, it was Clayman. Oh, who do I have here? It's Cromwell. I. It's uh. It's uh, Clayman Cromwell. Oh, Leon Cromwell. Leon Cromwell. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I missed so, that part. So he's. So we know of six. And then one thing that I don't believe they go into is Romerus, so that fairy. Mm-hmm. She's technically a demon lord. Oh, well. yeah, she was the fairy demon lord. Yeah, so she's... They, the they mentioned episode, it at the yeah. end of season one, yeah. Yeah, I think I, I just probably just missed that little tidbit about her. I was like, no, there's no way she's a demon lord. But, yeah, she's... Yeah, I mean, they, uh, they made a comment of that in the episode, and, yeah, I was shocked. Like, well, it's... A little tiny fairy. That's kind of crazy about her that they don't go into in the anime is that she is um, she can actually so she remembers everything throughout her life and then gets re basically she just is like a phoenix so she'll grow grow up and remember everything and then she reverts back to her Infant stage, so she is a constant demon lord. Like she never stops being oh, a demon. Oh damn, that's lord. crazy! I didn't pick up on that. Well, it's that's something that they talk about in the in the anime. That, in the manga, yeah, in the manga. Sorry, oh. and I was like, oh man, that's crazy. So, out of everything you guys seen, what was your favorite moment or scene, Lance? I know my favorite scene. Um, coming back to the fairy scene, which was giving all those kids spirits to extend their lives or whatever, and also at the same time, you know, making them more powerful. Um, I can't wait to see what comes forth of that. I mean, I know there was the OVA, where we got to see an introduction of their attacks, which, by the way, I almost missed. When I started watching everything, I started watching everything from canon season one to canon season two. Somehow I missed all the OVA in between, and I only just watched all of the OVA a couple days ago. So I'm glad I got that in, because that was going to be one thing that I was going to complain about, was how I want to see more of the kids. Because you don't see much of the kids in season two, Um, at least in the first half of season two. So, yeah, I want these kids, boss-ass spirits that follow them, and I just want to see more of them. So that was definitely my favorite scene, because it made me the most interested. And I'm looking forward to what happens to, I don't remember what the little girl's name is, the one that gets the mask. Chloe. Chloe, Chloe. yep. Uh, Because she didn't get a... Super Spe- badass one. Yeah, she she didn't get a spirit per se. She got something else, and they're just like, I don't know what this is. Yeah, and but, but it's, they, it worked. <laughs> you know, it worked to contain her magic. So yeah, it seems they super, really don't care. You know what I mean? It, it seems super menacing, and I'm just like, mm, what's what's gonna happen with this one? That's gonna be really interesting. I'm definitely looking looking forward to that. What about you, Ricky? What's your favorite? I can't really remember a favorite scene, per se, but I think it was OVA 4. It's when uh, the kids have to do that, you know, exam and have to... 
There was three episodes in that OVA. Yeah. Yep. And I got them right here. I, oh, is that uh, OVA five? Part three. And it's the kids oh, yeah. get to the cave, whatever. They yep. complete the exam. They pass it. But that's when uh, Diablo gets summoned. Yes. And kills that specter, I think it is. Yep. And that goes back to uh, me saying that he was a bitch in season two. But in the OVA, he was awesome. Yep. See, at the end of season one, he was awesome. In the OVA, he was awesome. And uh, it's it just very ominous, very mysterious of what he's all about. So that was my favorite part. He was part. so badass. He yeah. took down that... Demon. It was a Spectre class. That's, it was a yeah. yeah. Completely destroyed those kids. Of course, they were kids who have yet a lot to learn. So let's give them a little bit of space. But at the same time, he he was such as an he was so overpowering. And then Black just like comes up behind him out of nowhere, smacks him up a bit. Done. And then just done. But he's so powerful. One of one of the things that really interested me. <clears throat> That really got to me or interests me of that part was uh, they mentioned that this, this they called him a, he's a phantom class, but mm-hmm. he was like a specter. He's like the highest of the, he was one of the highest of the ranks. So that kind of reminded me of like the demon slayer. Um, Black or the demon that he defeated? The, the demon that he defeated. Okay. Um, so you kind of have that, uh, the lower six, upper six type right. of thing going on, which we only met. This one guy so far, but I'm I'm guessing there's gonna be more later on. I mean, yeah, as long as long as characters in our show keep getting stronger, they're gonna have to come up with stronger enemies to face. Yep. That's just natural. And another thing that just got me like super curious is once he defeats this phantom, uh Diablo's only request is to keep him a secret. To make sure that nobody knows about But at the time he was black. Yeah, black at at the time. Yeah, I, I like that part too. Like, because at that time in the OVA, he told he gave his credit to someone else, just like in the end of season one, where he gave his credit for beating the main guy that Shizua was fighting. Like Black was the one; he was the actual victor, but he gave Shizu, Shizua the credit to make herself better, so that he stays out of the shadows, stays in the shadows, and out of the spotlight. So, I'm curious to see more about that part. That's why he's one of my favorites, man. Because okay. you just don't know yet. You've mm-hmm. seen a little bit of his power, and I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, that's not the full extent. Oh, God, no. Because they, they're they hyping him up. Yeah. And we're only seeing him do, like, these little attacks. They're super cool, but he's super quick. He's super powerful. But, of course, because of the simplicity, there's, there's so much more behind it. Yeah, I'm... Trying to think, probably my favorite part would be. I really like the Bleem attack. I just thought that was it was so cool to see when you when she fought. Um, Charybdis? No, oh. Demon Lord. Um, carry on. Carry on. Yeah. At the end of part one of season two. Yeah. Oh, she even had like that mini little transformation. Yeah, that I think that that fight was cool because he had a transformation, she mm-hmm. had a transformation. I thought that fight was great. I oh, also yeah. thought the, um, I enjoyed the fight that he had with uh, Shizu's apprentice. I'm trying to remember what her name is, but she's a part of the um, Holy Western Church. The one that fought Rimuru in the beginning of season two, where 
Remember, I had to like make that like chimera copy. Yeah, he made a he made double. an instant copy of himself, uh-huh. and like that's that's the only reason why he would have survived, kind of yeah. kind of thing, which was nice because as we've been saying, he's so overpowered that it's nice to find a couple people that are a little bit stronger than him, at least at that point. Right. So it gives him a little bit of an arc. And I'm trying to think. Um, I enjoy, I definitely enjoyed the when he just obliterated all of the humans that to, to fulfill his uh, his demon, his demon seed. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, I, I was so happy to see him just like ruthlessly just fuck up everybody. Well, that's kind of a moment too where he like realized, <clears throat> yeah, in his past life he was a human. Uh huh. But he's a slime Ooh. now. Uh-huh. Oh, not only a slime, but a monster. Yeah, a monster. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely... I think he realized that during the battle with Caesar's Apprentice. Cause well, not, that... o- not only that, but he also said that he couldn't even cry when Shizu had died because he no longer felt, like, sadness because he's a monster. Well, it was... He, he couldn't really explain it. Like, he couldn't really explain it, but he just knew that there was something going on that he couldn't cry. Like, he was upset, but he couldn't cry be- even though he was upset about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, it was when the, the humans attacked Tempest that he was like, man, we're, I guess, not really a human anymore. It's, I can't think that I'm a human. Uh, I have to, I'm a slime. I'm a monster. We're all monsters. I need to... Mm-hmm. See, I remember him saying, you know, going back to him not crying. I remember him saying that, yeah. but when you go back to the episode, you you obviously see a tear, a couple of tears running down his face. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, I'm running a blank on that one. Yeah. Because when he, when he absorbs Shizu, you know, obviously he transforms to that body, and then mm-hmm. the guys open up the tent, and he turns around, there's a stream of tears. You're down. right. Yeah. That whole... He was completely emotional yeah. at the whole entire thing. Yeah. So, but maybe in his slime form, he didn't feel anything compared to when. He well, was. yeah, because yeah, because he mentions sure. in his slime form, he can't taste anything either. Yeah. So I wonder if that's the emotion, like the emotions are not actually his. But like he knows they're not his. They're actually just the human Shizu Thomas Predator skill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that could be a part of why he has those. Pseudo feelings, right? Yeah. So, what about you guys? What's some of your your favorite fight scenes? Oh, fight Benny scenes. Maru, man. <laughs> Benny Maru when they were fighting the the orcs, ogres. They're ogres. They used to be ogres. Yeah. Benny Maru and his clan used to be ogres. Yeah, so they were fighting the orcs, right? Yes. I believe yep. so. orcs were the pigs. Yeah, yeah. When they were fighting mm-hmm. the orcs, and he was just blowing them up with like his—I <laughs> don't even know what to call it. It was just like a fire bomb, and they were just exploding mm-hmm. everywhere. That was one of my favorites. You, Lance? Um, let me throw this into two things. The most surprising of the attack or the fighting scenes that I had was near the end of uh, season two, part one. Was with the orcs. And, like, that fight scene, it was like, I don't know, like two episodes long or so. But 
so much, so much fighting was going down. There's so much. Uh, to be more specific, it was all the fighting that was going down when Rimuru was trying to get his Death Seed deal going down. And everybody was just fucking up everybody. So much stuff was going down. I loved everything. Uh, Gabta, the leader, he was not the leader. Uh, he's the one, he's the little ogre, he's a little, uh, he's a goblin. He's a hog, he's a technically, I want to say. Technically a hobgoblin. No, yeah, technically he's a hobgoblin. I think he's like one of the only hobgoblins that never actually like transformed into a humanistic look. But, uh, Gabta is a badass. Um, and that main orc who got that, uh, death seeds taken out of him, who became the orc. Geld. Do you remember? Geld, yes. Um, and then he's just fucking beating on that human, Shogo. Oh, yeah. Just pummeling him. I thought that was such a vicious scene for such a, like, OP kind of a show. I thought that was, uh, super cool. You know what? I take my answer back. I agree with that. I, I loved it. I love that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because there was like four different quadrants fighting. Oh yeah. yeah. And they finally turned it, it into a, a, almost a free for all kind of deal. Not necessarily free for all, but it just it it was such a great. So one way thing to we forgot to mention about season. you know now that you brought that up, one thing we forgot to mention they did this because you'll you'll come to find out that Shion. Ended up dying. Dying, yep. Uh, uh, in a battle against one of the other worlders. The humans, yep. But yeah, that that vengeful revenge type of feeling that Rimuru gets. And oh just yeah, it was badass. It, dude, they had decisions had to be made, and they chose that becoming a demon lord was the only way to you know show your best foot and. Well, becoming a demon lord would be, there's a chance of getting the people that you lost back. Oh, well, yeah, that's, yeah. I suppose that's really the... That's the main reason. The main re- yeah, there was like, what, 3.1? It was not 3.14, was it? So it was 3... Yeah. It was 3.14. Was it pi? It was okay, pi. I was going to say, there's a whole pi thing, right? Okay. But it was 3.14 before he became a demon lord. And they didn't say what it was going to be after. Yeah. Oh yeah, because but, after he became the demon lord, he all of a sudden. But before we continue, do you guys remember that story that he heard? Yes. Before with yeah. Malim. Yes. 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 That it was, was definitely oh, yeah, Malim. That's right? another topic I wanted. To that talk was about. definitely Malim. That was a. And they don't say oh, it was. They don't. They never say it because I think as I think it was very clever writing on their part not to say who it was, but they animated it. I don't know about in the manga, but they animated it. Yes. Almost. Frame for frame, exactly, it was Malim, and I thought that was freaking awesome. Yeah, because if you pay attention, uh, you pick up that Malim is a Dragonoid. Yes. And one of the eight-star Demon Lord. So, that was definitely Malim, in my opinion. Um, I don't know if they, like, went off a little bit from the manga, if they gave you a little bit more detail, Matt. Uh, when it came to the manga, they, it was, the story was pretty much the same. The only thing is that Rimuru was like, that really sounds like Malim. I wonder if it was Malim. Like, he saw it as soon as he heard the story that it was Malim. So they, oh, the, they don't really go into who it is. Well, the anime doesn't say anything like that. No. But 
it, it's just a thought that Rimuru has is that he believes that the story is, a, he's like, that's got to be about Baleem. That kind of makes me curious, though, because if they say that in the manga, that if they were to put that in the anime, it would make me think, like, there might be another Dragonoid yep. person that's as powerful as Baleem. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of curious about that now. But in my opinion, that was Malim. Lance, you agree? Malim? Without a doubt. Yeah, yeah I, I, I definitely mean, thought that was Malim when I, when I watched. I'm like, it's got to be her. Because just how... Unless they're going to pull some kind of BS anime stuff and some random person that just so happens to look like Malim mm-hmm. comes out of the woodworks. No, that's... It's got to be William. All right, so... In fact, I would be very upset if that's not William. This topic, did you guys like that they brought them back? Like, obviously, we want to see Sion. Sion's a badass. She's amazing. But did you guys like the storyline bringing those people back? How did you guys feel about that? Mm. Like... It kind of, to me, I, I liked it because obviously I, I missed those characters. I didn't want to just go on without them. Big but, group, uh, but big group holder. It's like you're kind of making it be happy go lucky no matter what. You know what I mean? Yeah, that because that that just takes over the happy go lucky part. Um, on one part, it makes you think <clears throat> that everybody is eventually going to be safe. Mm-hmm. Like Dragon Ball Z. You got the Dragon Balls to bring anybody back. Like, there's no worry about nice people dying or good people or important characters dying because there's going to be a way to bring them back. It, it gets away from some of the drama. And that's exactly my point. So, do, do, you, do you guys like knowing the fact that, oh, there's a security blanket? You know, there's a possibility of bringing somebody back. But the only reason it worked was because there were two. Barriers around the area to not allow the souls to to escape. That's true. Ooh, oh man, (laughs) I'm glad you brought that up because one of my questions was, uh, okay, so after Malim became a demon lord and brought back her what her brother, it was dragon. It was a sibling. It was just a. It was a a true dragon. Yeah, it was a true dragon, but it was like it was a sibling. It was was like a half dragon. It was just a a pet. But it came back soulless. Yes, and wreaked havoc, and she had to kill it, whatever. So one of my questions was going to be: Do you think everyone that came back to life after Rimuru became the demon lord brought everyone back to life? That I know their souls didn't come, didn't go away because they all came back normal. But do you think that they would slowly escape and they would become like zombie-like, soulless, mm-hmm. and eventually start attacking? But of course, now that you bring back the memory of that there was two separate shields keeping everything intact, I think that's. I think it's, I think pretty, it's, it's pretty safe to say that it's not going to be that way. Yeah. No. Um. I kind of get what you're saying. I thought there mm-hmm. would be a little bit of repercussions. Right. Because uh, if you learn anything from any type of anime, like having that type of power to bring somebody back yeah, has some repercussions. Yeah, right. Eye for an eye. Yeah, exactly. Or Fullmetal Alchemist, you know, you got to... Well, technically, he kills exactly. 20,000 humans, so... Oh, yeah. Well, that, that, was, <laughs> that was just for him to become powerful, not necessarily for the, for the revival deal. 
But he still had to kill 20,000 people for it to happen. Exactly. So right. that, that might be their offset that... I agree with that. Because I think they said Malim killed... Destroyed an entire city to bring back the dragon. Mm-hmm. So kind of destroy a city, you can bring somebody back. Kind of... Let's take a step back to Rimuru becoming the demon lord. And then uh, Sage becoming... Upgraded to Raphael. Yeah. Okay, so the moment Rimuru becomes this demon lord, the great sage Raphael completely takes over. This made me think that great sage is going to try to 100% take over Rimuru. I wouldn't say that. I feel like the great sage is... Obviously, I'm just kind of speaking out of what I kind of picked up, but uh they called it like the world's voice, I believe, because everybody yeah. heard the Great Sage. So yeah. the Great Sage is part of like the whole world, and you can hear it in mm. your head individually. Right. So I just think I, I I wouldn't really go that far or go in that direction, but uh little fun topic or little fun fact: uh Great Sage voice does change, and that's why they Rimuru pokes fun of. You know, the voice being clear. After it becomes Raphael? <laughs> yep. Oh, so, okay. so, so it is a different person. It is. So not that's, not that's, only does it speak a little bit differently, but it's, it is also a different person. Yes. Oh, that's, so, okay, that's a very fun fact. Uh, I like when they do stuff like that. Just kind of like mm-hmm. point out the obvious. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, now that we're on that topic too, point out the obvious. I like when Rimuru goes to that one city to teach the kids. Yeah. And he meets, I can't remember his name. He meets somebody, one of the, like, I want to say, like, the mayor. I'm, I'm going to call him, like, the mayor of the city or whatever. He, he's the, uh, in body alone, he's the chairman of the school. Okay, there you go. And he kind of bribes him with manga. Yeah. That shit, as soon as I saw that, obviously, it made me think of Matt right away. But <laughs> it's like, they incorporate these things from, like, the real world into this uh-huh. Uh different universe, a different world, and I think that was kind of funny. So you you want a, a good tidbit that I know you'll enjoy. Did you by chance get a glimpse of what the manga was? No. I tried looking. Dude, I don't know if you guys <laughs> you guys and our viewers noticed, but like these every manga book that Rimuru spit out was actually very detailed as far as the back cover or oh, they yeah, had the scan code and like some well they probably had some little scribble summary on the back but like I'm guessing, I, I like the attention to detail I'm guessing you know Matt I, I do know and it is Full Metal Alchemist no way for real yeah. no way yep so in the in the manga they talk about it and he got brought back before, or he got summoned there before the Full Metal Alchemist finished. So he actually gave him all of Full Metal Alchemist so he could read it. Is that only in the manga or is that actually in the anime too? So that part's only in the manga. Oh my god. That, that little tidbit that they talk about. If you can get a picture of that, we will post it <laughs> on our Instagram page or whatever. You know, uh, obviously our listeners, uh, we haven't really talked about it too much, but we will have Instagram, Facebook, and all that. Um, you guys can check out our photos of when we do these podcasts. And eventually, once we get, you know, better 
better at this will go live. But yeah, if you can take a picture of that, that'd be awesome to post on the Instagram yeah, page. Sure, why not? That'd be fun. Full Metal Alchemist, come on, man. Yep, it's, you know that's it's, my shit. <laughs> which is why I knew you'd love that. Yep, it's a it was a Full Metal Alchemist. It was a it was a nice little tidbit that I'm like, oh man, Ricky would love this. Oh, I'm excited to see that. That's pretty cool. Uh, all right. Well, I'm having troubles trying to see if there is a connection between the two, whether it was uh, created by the same person or not. But well, I know a lot of I give up. A lot of uh, animes like to do little Easter eggs, eggs yeah. from other. Oh, from yeah. Other, uh, um, like I don't want to spoil too much of like any kind of like future show but like i just got done watching uh dr stone and season two they gave a huge shout out to like dragon ball z that was pretty cool yeah i like seeing stuff like that you Mm -hmm. know obviously one of our easter eggs are awesome yeah oh easter eggs are always awesome but obviously you know disney does them all the time or pixar oh stuff like that oh especially i mean we're going off on a tangent but i love how (laughs) disney like incorporates all their old movies and they in, intercept with movies I lo- yeah same i love so many webs trying to find stuff in the background oh uh, yeah speaking of that lance me and you are big digimon fans oh yeah oh i know exactly where you're going and i am <laughs> i am very prepared for what you're about to say because i was gonna bring up this very similar thing i think i know exactly what you're go gonna ahead say. man go ahead okay okay so now i'll just say what i was gonna say did you know Agumon was in this series? Yes, but that's what I wanted to bring up. But it wasn't. It, it wasn't the famous Tom Fon. Okay, can I play a quick? Oh yeah, go for it. All right, this dude, uh, one of the followers of Gabiru. 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 One of the followers of Gabiru. All right, here he is. Where shall we head to next? Are there any other villages awaiting my greatness? Actually, there is one more goblin settlement. Oh, look, there he is. Yes, bud. <laughs> but it's not the famous Tom Fon that... Okay, did, that did. that's probably... Yeah, that's probably right. It's not, the, it's not the exact same thing. But the moment I heard that dude's voice, I'm like, fucking Agumon. Yep. Every time I hear it is... All my attention is spent at whatever that Dragonute's name is. And I'm like, fucking Agumon. Now I gotta watch Dragon... Now I, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. I'm sorry. Uh, now I gotta watch some Digimon. Yes. So speaking of voice characters, I was looking at all the voice characters, and you know who the English voice character for Gapta is? Who's that? It's Ryan Reynolds. No, what? What? Yep. yep. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds is an anime voice actor. Yep, that's... Probably got to start when he did Detective Pikachu, and... That's oh, sure. Apparently seemed to love it. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Detective Pikachu did come up before Slime did. I'm a little disappointed I didn't catch on to that. Uh, yeah, I didn't either. When I saw that, I'm like, there's no way. Yep, it, it sure is. It's Ryan. I was like, man. Ryan Reynolds, you're the GOAT. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Fucking love you, man. Okay, just on a quick tangent. I saw this uh, TikTok about uh, some dude. It was one of those side-by-side things, like a dude watching a video, and he's like, are you going to cheat on your girl with this super hot girl and he's like nah you're gonna cheat on your girl with this super hot girl and he's like nah and then and they show the picture of ryan reynolds and then the married guy like sucks his ring finger and pulls his ring finger off I'm like yeah I'm like, <laughs> 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 that's 
That is awesome, man. I did not pick up on that. I don't either. That's good. That's uh, I knew I knew he was a good actor, but man, apparently he's doing voice acting now too. I love everything about Reynolds, man. He's awesome. <laughs> I don't know about Green Lantern. Sorry, sorry about that. <laughs> he doesn't know about Green Lantern. He doesn't. So he doesn't okay. remember it. A little bit of money in his pocket. That's all that matters. <laughs> no, I love Ryan Reynolds, man. That's awesome. That's that's great. Uh huh. Um, I'm pretty sure we all love this anime. So yes. Oh yeah. So that's just that just made it even better. Just all these extra little stuff. There's Gopter right there. I'm watching uh random episode. Random episode as we play this podcast or record this podcast. Uh-huh. So when it comes to part 2 of season 2, is there something you guys are wanting to see? I want to jump in on this one real quick. Um a couple days ago, I was dead straight on this exact question and how I wanted to say I wanted to see more of the students. But then I remembered after going through the episodes, I realized that I missed the OVAs and I did watch the OVAs. And I, like I said earlier in the episode, we got the introduction of the kids. I want to see, I still want to see more of the kids. Okay. I'm sure you will. Yeah. It's obviously a big part of the story, especially when Chloe, Chloe getting that mask. So I'm pretty sure you will. I'm pretty sure we all will, but, um, I want to see, obviously, more, I want to see the backstory of Diablo. Because we're obviously going to see what happens with Mm. Diablo going on board. I'm on board with that. But I want to see the more backstory of Diablo. That's why I said I was, I started watching Hogwarts. Not related. So that kind (laughs) of sucks. What about you, Matt? Um, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to um, Valdora because at the end of part Ooh. one is when he gets summoned, or when he gets. I wouldn't say summoned, but when he gets released from the eternal. To be more specific, season two, part one. Yeah, season two, part one is when he gets released from his uh, internal imprisonment. Uh huh. So, and he gets a new body. And he gets that body. And Human body. Humanistic kind of body. He, he gets a clone. Yep. So he gets like what the, um, that golem got. Essentially the same thing. Just a, a body to engulf himself into. Yeah. So I'm looking because remember the Judah Forest, nobody really did anything to because his spiritual pressure was so overwhelming that nobody really messed with that area. Right. And that's why everything started was because it disappeared. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens now that he's returned. Okay. This is a good segue to bring me into a question that I have. Um, with this being said, do you guys remember how Rimuru first became super strong and... Everybody can sense that he was the strongest in the area. And that being said, I guess the yogurt or the uh, the goblins. Yeah, the goblins. The goblins were the ones to sense that he was really strong. Whatever. Rimuru absorbed Valdora. Yep. Okay. Now that Valdora is no longer inside him, do you think? That Rimuru was going to lose a lot of his power because essentially, the, I would venture to say 
Valdora is the reason that he got 99% of his power to begin with. 99? Oh my god, he's a he absorbed a dragon. Well, he's well you got to remember he does have Efree to start. Oh, okay. Good point. Good point. But to start out with? Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. To start out with. Okay. Yeah, definitely cuz he absorbed so, a couple of monsters, a spider, Yeah, a so yeah. That cave Oh, yeah. For he sure. He dominated the cave, which was good. I mean, I'm it's going to help in the future. I mean, it obviously helped in a couple of random ass episodes that didn't matter. Uh, but my point is, now that Veldora is no longer inside him, do you think Reamer is going to become a bitch? I will give you my honest answer. I want to that he still has some of his powers in him. Like, he just let go. Obviously, he let go of Veldora. Mm-hmm. But he kept a little bit of him inside. You know what I mean? I have, I have two stemming ideas out of this. And I think Matt's going to... I think you're stemming off of one, and I, th- I can already see Matt's face. I think he's going to stem off the other one. Go ahead, Matt. So, I I did read one chapter past. Oh, my So, you lied God. to us. We're so, season, you're a liar. One chapter. Sorry. You're uh, a liar. <laughs> Terrible you're a liar. person. And I will say, hopefully, they do, they do explain what happens to Reamer. If not, then that's just for a future conversation. We'll just go with that. Okay. Um, okay, so I guess that didn't... Uh, my expectation of the, the other stemming didn't come into fruition with that. <laughs> um, because I can also branch this off into a couple of conversations, but Rimuru has the opportunity to copy everything. Yep. Not only absorb things... But also copy, because we can see that he can still create that mask that he gave to a perfect copy. Chloe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Quick so, side tangent. There was a random episode where Reamer was trying to sell Brandy to uh, one of the, uh, the... The ladies of the evening. Right. So... <laughs> <clears throat> He's trying to sell the brandy, but he said that he couldn't sell a lot because they didn't have the resources or whatever. And, dude, if you can copy, if you have the ability to copy, then why don't you have unlimited resources? I don't I don't think it's the ability to copy. I think it's the ability to, like, just craft stuff. I had resources to make that mask, and he, he was able to craft it. You know what I mean? Maybe. But so, they didn't... I only, I only say that because... In one episode, Rimuru copied, uh, I don't remember the dude's name, but in in the middle of season one where he ate, like, the dude's yeah. sword and spit out, like, six other swords. Yeah, but but he was able oh, to craft it. You're because, right. You're right, because he did swallow. Kaijin, it was Kaijin's sword. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He was able to craft it because he, he, already he goes it. back to absorbing those, like, those, uh... The minerals in the cave. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he was able to craft it, not copy okay. it. So he he, he was probably... able to have a blueprint of it, right? I guess. And because he, he had the resources within, he could copy it. But I guess at the same time, that still doesn't necessarily explain why he can copy Shizu's mask. After because he gave Shizu's ma- literal mask mm-hmm. to Chloe, 
And then season two, part one. He does make his own. He, he's got but um, you never know. You don't know what the mass is made of. He might have had those resources in his body. True. And all he all he needed to add was the magic spell. Magic of, kills. Of like not showing his magic magical power, I guess. Right. Yep. Yeah, that's because that that mask could have just been made out of clay, and then it, yeah. and the, the molecules put into it. That's actually a good point because you do see that mask crack. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, as soon as it cracked, all of a sudden everything started going haywire. Yeah, so it's it and could then not be a was exploded. perfect replica of that too. So we'll, we'll have to we'll have to see how that goes. Ooh. And yeah, you're right. That means Rimuru recovered a broken mask to begin with. Maybe. What do you mean? Okay, when she, when Shizu asked. Summoned Ifrit. Is the mask cracked? I don't believe the mask is cracked at all. You when I thought that's when it when it the mask cracked in season two. Yeah, mask the replica cracked. one. Yeah, in the, two. The, I thought the I thought the mask cracked with Shizua. No, no. Uh, Chloe, Chloe's well, what's called Chloe's now. Chloe's mask is intact Perfect. with yep. no issues. So he made a replica. Yeah, and then that one cracked. That one cracked when he. When he came back to Tempest and everybody was dead. Or not everybody, but a lot of the yeah. members were dead. Okay, well, I might be running a blank right now. And, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see. It's things where he can make a copy, but he still needs a, to use a little bit of the resource, and that's why he can't just make an unlimited number of... That's probably a good point. I mean, when the show started, he was eating everything inside of that cave. Yeah. And which was also possible because Valdora was the one who was emitting his energy. And he was, because he was emitting his energy, he was creating those magic goals and he just literally ate everything. So it just made him the OP character that he is. Yeah. So, like I said, just, he needed the resources to create some. You know, going back to Fulmer Alchemist, equivalent exchange. Exactly. I still can't get over that, Matt. That's awesome <laughs> that they have Full Metal Alchemist in the manga. No, that's great because Full Metal is such a staple anime. Yeah, it's it's definitely something a lot of people know. If you guys, yeah, if you guys haven't seen it, go see it. Oh, Point Blank Perk. Point Blank Perk. <laughs> Either version, just just get one of the versions in. Yeah, personally, I like Brotherhood. But that's, that's a topic that's, for another day. Another topic exactly. another day. Exactly. Uh, let's talk more about Veldora. Okay. Because I feel like I can talk about him for quite a bit. He's a fucking dragon. I'm pretty sure he said he was one of four He's dragons. One, one of four true dragons. Not a, I don't, I don't think we've been introduced to any of the other three. No, but they might have either been slain or... Um, Ooh, good! I never even thought about the opportunity of them being slain, or they were imprisoned as well. They don't really. I haven't really sure. Gone. In, I don't think they've gone into it at this point. No. I mean, Veldora is supposed to be so goddamn powerful. I was gonna say, yeah, you gotta you gotta assume that Veldora was the most powerful one out of those four. But if you guys remember, who do you guys remember? Who the one that was imprisoned him was? I want to say Shizua. Was Shizua? Okay, 
So it's might be one of those things where yes, was it Shizuru? Yes, she just used like a spell. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't necessarily overpower him. She just used an imprisonment spell. She basically tricked him into getting imprisoned. Yeah, because I thought it was that person that Shizuru was following, and then all of a sudden that would have been my second guess. I thought that was her. Uh, it, it was not her. No, that was her apprentice. Shizua's apprentice, who we were talking about. You're thinking of... The one who uh, destroyed Hi- Rimuru's Chimera. That's Hinata. Hinata? Yeah. Oh, yeah, did not even remember her name in the least. Um, no, it was not It was not her that imprisoned Veldora. Hmm. So it's... Yeah, because they, they were fighting, and then she imprisoned him. So it's... Maybe it doesn't take... It, it takes a very strong magic user, but maybe not the strongest person to be able to imprison a dragon. So it might be one of those things. Well, she imprisoned him, and I'm, I, I'm pretty sure in like the beginning of Season 1, Veldora said something along the lines of anything longer than like the 300 years that he was imprisoned... He would have almost basically been dead, which is a little crazy to think about. Like, someone's so powerful. I don't know what to think about that. Just their their lifespan, I guess there's... I don't know. I, I guess I missed that part because I don't really remember it. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, from a little bit of research that I've been doing, that these dragons are supposed to be so divine... And the fact, just a little memory, I didn't go back and, like, make sure I was correct on this, but I, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I remember Valdora saying that he couldn't survive much longer after 300 years, because he was going to be so weak. Mm, I mean, maybe they'll bring that up in Season 2, Part 2. Yeah, I mean, especially now that he's going to be such an... I am so glad that Valdora is making a comeback because he's been so shunned off. Especially after that BS OVA of basically overlapping all of Season 1 between Valdora and Ifrit playing chess. Oh. Whatever the whatever the <laughs> Japanese name for chess was. Oh man, that was OVA twenty four point nine. Yeah, it was, it was the very first. One. It, it was, was a recap, yeah. and it okay. It would have been fine if it was just a recap, like showing them playing it out throughout the time. But it was literally background noise of them talking while oh, yeah. they were showing <laughs> showing these videos. Yeah. Oh my god, that bothered me, man. It was it was. For whatever, um, uh, well, okay, we're gonna take a hit for this, but for the company that made this show, it was just an easy episode for them to put out because all they had to do was show the same exact animation, no extra work was needed. I'm incredibly sure voice and voice acting is insanely cheaper than oh yeah, than animating. Animating, yeah. So it's an easy OVA. But then again, if if you just if you wanted a recap, it was a perfect recap. It, yes, it, it was. If you wanted an introduction into season two, sure, it was a very good one. Because yeah. honestly, season one was a bunch of nice fluff 
It and, it, and it very well could have been put into that nutshell of that very first OVA. No. Why not? Because if you're going to put the actual story into something, it's, it's very compressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys want to take a break real quick? Probably make a pizza or something? I'm down for that. <laughs> I gotta wake up at five, so... We'll pop the pizza in and then... <laughs> I have a, a couple more questions. Here we go. Yes, go. Okay. <laughs> so, this is something that, uh, as a viewer myself, I didn't quite catch, but as a little bit of deep diving on the internet, I am, I found that, uh, when Veldora overtook Rimuru's, uh, copy body, he claimed to be 325 times stronger than he was as a dragon. First of all, what the fuck? <laughs> um, but do you guys remember this? I didn't catch that. No, I missed that too. You missed that too. That's yeah. okay. Well, maybe the anime wasn't that clear, and maybe I should have watched this before we even even talked about it, so that <laughs> I could have been more straightforward about it. Um, but that all right. Okay, so I already have the idea that Reamer was already going to be weaker after he gets rid of Eldora. But then there's a whole stupid concept that there's the copy. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so I have a couple of verses kind of things to go on with this. Let's just assume Rimuru is at his strongest as his quote-unquote demon slime. Who do you think is stronger this brand new Veldora or Demon Slime Reamer? Go for it, Matt. I will go with Veldora. Only because of how strong Veldora was to begin with. Just because I believe Malim is still stronger than Reamer right now. Like, at this moment in time, I think that Malim is stronger than Rimuru. So I believe... Even after Rimuru has achieved yeah. Demon Lord? Yes. Because, yes, his his magic... Magicules have increased tenfold and all these other things, but he's still learning his Demon Lord powers. So I believe at this moment in time... Yeah, I'm pretty sure we haven't expressed any... Of his powers outside of reviving everybody yet. So the only real hint about how much stronger he is is Raphael says that his magicules is about tenfold stronger than it was because when he names Diablo, they talk about how it used up half of his magicules. Of his new magicules. Of his new ones, which was Wait. ten times more than what he had at the beginning. Or right. what he had as a normal slime. Which expresses how much more it would have taken originally. Yeah, like he could not have done it as a normal slime. Mm-hmm. So what about you, Ricky? Like I said before, I still want to believe that Rumor still has a little bit of Valdor in him. 
So, like the copy effect? Sort of, yeah. Or like saved a little bit of his, you know, whatever part of him. But uh, I I say Rimuru's a little bit stronger than Veldora. Not as strong as Malim, but probably stronger than Veldora. So, okay. Just just because he still has that predator skill, and if yeah, you really predator wanted, skill, so uh, the predator skill itself is what makes him OP. Yeah. So if you really wanted to, he can absorb Veldora again. But him and Veldora are allies. You know what I mean? Mm. So that's oh, and best oh damn friends. that brings up, that brings up two concepts, two different conversations. Um, his predator skill. We've never seen his predator skill be used in various forms, whether it was boom out of the blue or if it was on someone who has low HP and they're stunned, a.k.a. Pokemon. <laughs> so we have that yet to see because he's always taken someone who was defeated so he technically used the predator skill on the orc lord, and definitely was not defeated. The orc lord was not nope. defeated. Nope. It was who can eat who faster. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They said who. It was a race. Yep. yep. Uh huh. And basically, Rimuru broke the mental, like broke the psyche of the orc lord, and that's how he won. Hmm. Because he said that he would take all the sins of the orcs. Mm, yes, that was true. Because that, yeah, that's what uh, the original... What did you say his name? Was Glenn? Geld. Geld. Yeah. Sorry, I know it was our other G. Uh, that was Geld's uh, original thing holding him back, was that he had his entire clan behind him that he was trying to hold over his shoulder. But that's the I think that's the only time that you see him use that ability on a overly non defeated enemy. Mm-hmm. Well, because you, so I guess I don't know. Did he uh, was E free like weakened? Mm, no, there was fighting, but he he wasn't really doing any damage to him. Right. Yeah. I just remember uh, Rimuru using. What, the Icicle Shotgun? Yeah. Which I thought was such an awesome Yu Yu Hakusho move. But at the same time... This was great. Yeah. So I think that was, that was it. And then I know you're talking about... You had another question? Like, what else are you... Well, my next question was going to be... Uh, okay, now that Veldora is not going to be in human form... Even if he wasn't, whatever. Uh, Malim versus Veldora. Because, I don't know if you guys knew, but Malim is supposed to be Veldora's niece. Yes, because she is a um, a part of the dragon clan. Yeah. So technically they would be related. That'd be... Was that mentioned in the anime, or is that just something you picked up on? Honestly, I don't remember. 
This is just a little bit of Google research that I found. <laughs> and through this little bit of research, I came up with this question because I always like someone versus somebody. And Malim is such a freaking badass, especially at the end of season two, part one, that we see that she has this little transformation. Yeah. And she... Just whatever. She's just so badass and she's related she's obviously part dragon i wonder if they use that as a way to snap her out of whatever's going on yeah what the fuck happened to her in season two she was so involved in season one for resties exactly (laughs) besties for resties and then all of a sudden, poof, she's gone, and now she's trying to start her own. Literally, she's t- trying to start her own war. You gotta, you obviously gotta assume that she's being controlled. Exactly. There's no way that she's just all of a sudden gonna want to fight Law Demon Lord Carrion. Uh huh. And obviously, she defeats him. Um, and then now she's probably gonna try to go after Rimuru. What's well, so technically she doesn't even defeat her like she would have, but uh, Frey. Was the one that actually defeated him oh, you're by right. sneaking up behind him, which is like slit his throat. Um, I think oh, my, they my. don't really show it; they just kind of show that he gets defeated, and then they kind of go towards Rimuru and they have the conversation, which then he brings up the point that that is very uncharacteristic of Malim to let anybody else fight with her. Oh yeah, yeah. Then yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was thinking. The exact same thing because everything that we know about Malim is uncharacteristic of the, that entire fight scene. She did, sure, she pulled off some very badass things. By the same time, they're besties. Besties for resties. <laughs> uh, exactly. So that that might need... be a plot point or a um, yeah, kind of like a plot point and see if. How they can either prevent fighting or get her to snap out, out of it. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, so we need some answers. That's part two. I'm looking forward to part two. See if two. For part two. Yeah. What was that? Winter? Winter, hopefully. Winter. Winter 21? 2021, yeah. Which will probably come across dove version 2022 of. Give or take. Yeah. Shit, at beginning. this point I'm just I'm just gonna watch it in Japanese, I don't know. <laughs> this is a great anime. I'm man. gonna watch this, yeah. like it's 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 fun the like bringing back the dialogue. I just saw uh, I'm watching the last episode of season two or part one season two or season two part one. There you go. Um and they're talking about she knows cooking again. Oh. And, he, and Ben and Morrow's like, how can you do that to me? He's like, you made your bed, my dude. <laughs> like, just, just that simple dialogue that you can relate to. Exactly. Oh, and another fun part about us watching it, as it comes out week by week um, in Japanese, we can decide whether the American version, the English version, is just better than the Japanese version. Yeah, because none of us have... Attempted to watch it. No, not, sub, right? not even once. Nope. Oh, not that I'm against it, but I mean, now we're on a time constraint kind of deal. Yeah. That yeah. And I, I just, sometimes I want to just watch instead of trying to read. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially when I'm sitting on the other side of my 
limit or try to watch the TV. I feel like I'll miss some words here and there. Yeah. No, definitely. Overall, man, I love this anime. It was oh, fun. Definitely. You get invested. You learn you learn a lot of shit, you know, going back to being diplomatic. You learn stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was great. So you're yeah. welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you, Matt. You know, you're the one that suggested this. I'm very yep. excited to see more of it. I'm going to keep on watching it. And uh, hopefully we can come back and recap whatever else comes out. So, yeah. You know, overall, how do you feel about this, Lance? Um, I would suggest this to everybody who likes to have action, who likes to have just some random stupidness also. Because this, they do have today's culture of humor. No. So today's kids would definitely be okay with it. I I do suggest this to anybody who likes action and any newcomer to anime. Yeah, because they don't. It doesn't take itself too seriously, but it's got its serious points. It's got good action. the The nice thing is that the there is a tiny bit of fan service, but it's not bad. Like a lot of shows nowadays, it's just uh, all over yep. the place. The fan service. Fan service is very minimal. Yeah, comparably. Yes, it's so it's that that's kind of nice. It's nice to get away from just the over the top fan service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree. I definitely agree with Lance. Very minimal, but you know there are some times where you don't want your kids watching. <laughs> you know when uh, Shino's got uh, Rimuru holding him. <laughs> Always under her tits. Under her tits. <laughs> Not only that, but I'm pretty sure in one of the last ep- couple episodes of season two, ep- part one, was there not some kind of tentacle stuff going on? I don't think so. I think you just stuck on that, Lance. I don't remember seeing any of that. I don't think so. All right, I'm just corrupted. <laughs> I, th- I think you're going to your LimeWire days. <laughs> Goku and Sailor Moon. <laughs> We can we can edit that part out. That's <laughs> or we can just continue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so Lance, you want to give us your Lance's lessons for? Oh yeah, for sure, dude. Today's Lance's lesson is the word isekai. is a very important word in the world of anime because isekai typically means that someone gets transported into a world that is not human. Isekai is spelt in the uh, American way of I-S-E-K-A-I. Isekai. You're going to hear us talk about Isekai quite a bit in the future because Isekai is a very common genre of anime. It's definitely the most popular anime right now. Alright, Lance, appreciate that. That was Lessons Lessons. Now we got Matt's Manga Minute. What do you got for us, Matt? Alright, so I can say there weren't a whole lot of differences as far as the anime and manga were concerned. There was a lot of little details that didn't get added. Um, like when Rimuru was first naming everybody and he went into that slumber 
something that they don't really talk to is that he still knows what's going on. He just can't do anything. Like he's basically in a, a hibernation mode. He remembered everything. So like, he, he knows what's going on, but he can't really do anything. Like his magic sense isn't, uh-huh. isn't working because he doesn't have any magic. So almost a, yeah, he, he's, that's, a, that's not the way that the anime made it seem like the anime made it seem like he was just unconscious for like three days straight. And yeah. That, that's actually a good point because he says that he doesn't, what happened? You know, what, what happened? Uh-huh. He doesn't remember anything. Yeah. So it's, yeah. In in the, in the manga, they were just, he was like, I was around, but I couldn't do anything. I had no idea what was going on. It was basically like his early senses before he got his magic sense. Okay. That's cool. Um, then I'd already talked about the different demon lords, but they call them the Pillar of Ten. It's a nice little name they have for them. The Pillar of Ten? The Pillar of Ten. Pillar of Ten. Yeah. That's... Strictly just the demon lords. Yeah, that is just the demon lords. So there will always only be ten demon lords. And right now, there are ten demon lords. So that's interesting because Reamer would technically be the eleventh. Yes, because that was going to be the very first thing I was just about to ask. So it's interesting what's going to happen. Okay, well, now we cannot wait until season two, part two. Um, And then, do you guys remember what food... Rimuru gave Malim. I don't know. I don't honey. Remember. Yeah, it was honey. Mm-hmm. I I didn't know if I don't remember if they had. Oh, they they made that very stupidly clear. <laughs> at, at, at least personally, uh, yeah, honey. Yeah, for out of all the foods, sugary. And, yep. Go on. Sorry, sorry. Um, and then as far as the potions or restorative drafts that they were going to be selling, did they really? They didn't really go down into them, right? Well, they went with the full potion. Uh, full potions being the the magicals that Rimuru absorbed in the begin in the cave. That's that's the only thing that I. Really well, they, ab- I remember them having the full potion, which is very powerful. That uh-huh. they didn't want to really sell. Um, Ooh, plus the idea that Rimuru could replicate shit. So, like, I, just, I don't want to throw that pin. In there, but like, this just adds to his OPness. But go on. Uh, well, anyway, the so they're they're actually selling the town of Tempest is selling three different types of restorative drafts. There's the full, in the manga. In the manga, so the reason why they don't want to sell the full one is because it'd be way too expensive and nobody would buy. Uh-huh. And but it would be exactly perfect. Yeah. Because so it restores limbs. Yeah. Like, if, like, like in the if, OP. If you remember in the OVA, you gotta... It restores everything to perfection. So yeah. if you do have a virus or something like in the OVA where uh-huh. he was trying to save that one... I can't remember her name. But he was trying to save that, that one lady. That wife? Yep. Yeah. If he would have gave her that potion... They would have improved that virus, and she would have died. So you got to remove, Ooh. you got to remove the stuff first. Ooh, yeah, because yeah, I totally forgot about that. But like, yeah, because they needed to insert that potion to a very specific spot for it to take hold properly. No, she could have consumed it. It's just you needed to take out. Like, let's say you have you need to take out that tumor. It doesn't matter if you cut out half a limb. 
as long as that tumor is taken out, she can regrow her parts back without having that tumor. You know but wait, I mean? that contradicts the whole idea that that one dude completely regrew his arm within a matter of seconds. No, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah it, we're it, talking it, about regrowing an arm versus cancer. Yeah, it's but, the same idea. Yeah, but let's say you have a tumor in let, let let's say you have a virus in your thumb. Whatever, let's just make it simple that way. Sure. You cut off that thumb because that that thumb is infected. Yep. And then you cut off that thumb, and then you give them the full potion, because uh-huh. then you and then it regrows with full a full thumb that's healthy uh-huh. instead of giving them that thumb that's infected, and that that infected thumb would grow. You know what I mean? You got to cut out the infected part first, and that's why he needed to do that surgery. No, the surgery was just a mask because Rimuru was being watched by another. I can tell you right now, it's not. Watched it twice. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. You can watch it a million times. You're okay. still wrong. I don't know. We gotta let our listeners listen to this. <laughs> I watched. I watched this OVA twice. Okay. So anyway, Facebook so, listeners, let us know. We uh, will have a poll on this. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's just one of those things. So there's there's three different, and so what they sell is the essentially watered down version of the full restorative that heals like minor basically stab wounds and cuts and stuff like that nothing nothing super crazy but that's going to be the most cost effective and that's what adventurers are actually going to buy versus the full restore which yeah it would be great but it's way too expensive so they're just not going to buy and actually sell that one and one interesting thing was it when they fought the charbus Cryptus. Cryptus. When he fought the Cryptus, do you remember what his the the underlings were? Basically, like the side bosses were. They're like these flying, weird things, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. flying random. Yeah, I, oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yes, so I, like yeah. sharks, like, almost like sharks. So it, like it was an episode long. Yes, yeah. I do remember things. But yes, it, it was. So in the manga, they were like megalodon sharks. They were just these ginormous sharks that were flying in the air that the basically everybody else killed while Rimuru was trying to think of a way to beat the Clyptus. Yeah, and, until Malim came in. Yeah, well, so Malim, he, he, Rimuru told Malim, was like, don't do anything. Just, well, we got this. And then like, well, In the anime. In, oh, the, in the manga. Both. Yeah, in both. Uh, okay. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm just going to yeah. assume both. Because okay. in the yeah. anime, Rimuru was telling Malim, hardcore, please, <laughs> do not intervene. So the, the biggest reason why he didn't want her to intervene was because he was afraid that she was going to kill uh, For- Forbo, the, which was one of Carrion's um, servants. Yep, you see and, him in the anime. And that's the host body. So he was, Rimuru was afraid that Malim was going to kill him. Was that the point of the manga, though? Because I know in the anime, he didn't want her to intervene because they wanted them to take care of it without having the help of a demon lord. It was it was a little bit of both. Okay. It, it was more... That's, that's what we're trying to differentiate, yeah. the manga and the anime. So. Yeah, it was, it, it was the same. But it was just... That the they were megalodon sharks, 
that's the biggest difference. It's like they were just these ginormous sharks that were going around trying to eat everything. It was kind of funny and kind of badass at the same time. Might as well start throwing all some tornado sharks out there. <laughs> tornado sharknado. Sharknado. <laughs> um. So do you guys, did they? I don't remember in the anime. Did they talk about how long it's been since Riveru had got reincarnated? Mm. Yes. But it's somewhere in my notes. And you know what? I'm not even going to say anything because a listener is going to be like, you know, you're wrong. Because <laughs> I'm taking a stab in the dark. But yes, they, they do at one point tell you what that is. So, so they mentioned it at some point. So it's been two years. It's been about two years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely two years. And then... One thing that they don't mention is so when Rimuru goes to the human nation, he's actually reading all of their books and he just skims the books and he is actually developing skills by reading these books. So some kind of, it's one of those like off things that might be foreshadowing. Maybe. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it is foreshadowing. It's a good detail, though. But it's a nice little detail that you'll never see in, a, in an anime just because it's not... It, it's too unnecessary. Yeah, right. Then... Um, and Cromwell. So Demon Lord Cromwell. He was human. He is actually a summoned human that turned into a Demon Lord. Oh. Yeah, they don't mention that. So that's a, that's a nice little... That'd be interesting. Yeah, I don't to remember see. that at all. No, they don't. They don't talk about that at all. So that'll be looking forward to seeing what they do about with that. Mm. Um, and then there, are, they don't really go into the details, but there's 94 requirements to become a demon lord. I don't know why it's 94, but 90, it's 94. And then obviously one of those 94 is killing 10,000 souls. Well, I was gonna say, is it is it ninety four requirements or or is it nine ninety four thousand souls? Because so, obviously, Rimuru just fucking killed everybody and became yes, uh, he had a death count and he became it was the death count was twenty thousand and the so it's a they do talk about it in the anime, but all the great sage says is. You have met all the requirements to become a demon lord minus the 10,000 souls. Minus? Yeah, like he needed the 10,000 souls is what the is what the great sage says. In the anime? In the anime is that you've met all the requirements and then besides the killing or besides the 10,000 souls you need yeah. to, okay. become, to become Wait. a demon lord. In the manga, they were telling us that Rimuru was... 10,000 souls law? Like, no, no. Low? In the manga, they just say that there's 94 requirements plus yes. the 10,000 souls. Oh. So there's a whole... So in the anime, they, he basically met those requirements without us knowing. Yeah. That's what they're trying to say. Or These additional 94 requirements. We yeah. don't know what they are. We don't know what the 94 requirements are. They but just, he met them. He just needs the 10,000 souls. Yeah. What it, the it's, fuck? It's just brought up that he there's 94 requirements. And this is why we have Matt's Mama Minute. So we can tell the difference. And then the best part of everything that I read 
as you know how in the Demon Lord reincarnation that they talk about how all of his subordinates in his chain get a gift, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were, they were, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because everyone so happily got their gift. Not that they showed it, but we just assumed that this quote-unquote gift was that they all got stronger. That's just my assumption. Uh, no. It's like when anybody else gets reincarnated, they get whatever they most desire at that moment in time. So, Xion's most desired gift was to be a good cook. So the Oh, so she doesn't turn random reptiles into demons that destroy shit and... Does, but it's edible now. But it's edible. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. No, she's not, she's not going to kill whoever she cooks for. Yes, so that's that's a funny little detail is when Benimaru has to eat that food... Is that they eat it. And it's also delicious. And it tastes good. <laughs> it looks disgusting, but it okay. tastes good. So now, that's a... now that we're on that topic, let me just get in here real quick. Do you remember the little password that Ben and Maro and Rimuru had? Yeah, she was a terrible Xi'an's cook. cooking tastes... Disgusting. Deli- disgusting. Was it, tastes it was, like shit. Tastes like, like shit. shit. There it is. There it <laughs> is. Tastes like shit. And honestly... I don't know. I, Dude, I, don't... I was on... Okay, all right, sorry to put well, you... I, I was on the edge of my seat waiting. Like, I know this is the stupidest scene, but I wanted... I wanted Rimuru to screw himself over <laughs> and get in trouble. I just wanted to see him get in trouble. I'm sorry. Go, Ricky. No, no, you're good. Um, I honestly think that was the first time that there was, like, actual swearing. I can't recall, though. Yes. Oh, my yeah. God. They're swearing? Yeah. It tastes like shit. It tastes like shit. That was the first oh, time they holy swore. Holy shit. You <laughs> guys... I think you're right. Yeah. I don't I don't remember any swearing prior to that. Not really. I mean, honestly, I kind of forgot about that to begin with. <laughs> I, I do honestly remember that scene because it was very funny. It was hilarious. But, yeah. The English version... Did straight up say tastes like shit. Anything else, Matt? Nope. That was all the major major details from, but it wasn't a whole lot different. There was just some minor details that they didn't really wasn't necessary for the anime that they added, and then the whole Full Metal Alchemist thing still gets me. Still gets. <laughs> I can't wait to see that picture. I think I might have found a little bit of glimpse of Full Metal Alchemist uh, manga. I you just can't really tell. Yeah, like, it's it, it's probably it, hard it's very that. blurry. Yeah, but I think I might have found an image. I'll I'll screenshot it next time I see it. But um, appreciate it, man. That was uh, Matt's manga minute. We also had Lance's lessons prior. Uh, what are we watching next, Lance? Next, we're going to be watching the original Brawly movies. It's time to start talking about some OG Dragon Ball Z. That'll be awesome. So, thank you everybody for listening to episode three of Anime Lounge Podcasts.